In a time of chaos and fear, a new super duo will rise to set the world to rights. One, a man with magical mind powers. The other, just a mashed up dude. For your salvation and entertainment, this is Doc Strange and the Dude. Let, let's, let's talk about what's happening now, all right? So where we are, um, we have been told that everyone has to stay indoors. And yet, there's people out there knocking around together and catching buses and going on tubes and everything like nothing's happened. And yet, we've had to wait for Boris to do his... His, his Winston Churchill moment where he's on the TV being all studious and, and, and saying, look, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens. This is what we need to do. And if you don't do that, you know, you, you're going to get arrested or whatever. And we're like, yeah, finally, he's putting his foot down and pe and no one's listening. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I despise the man, but he did the speech well. You've got to give credit where it's due. I think it said uh, on the YouGov polls he'd got over ninety percent approval rating on it, which is unprecedented. Yeah, it is because everybody's used to him talking off the top of his head and rambling away like some mental case, uh, and he's actually stuck to a script and and he did it very well. And I was like, yeah, there you go, that's the Boris we need—not some gibbering idiot, but somebody who can yeah. listen to people who know what they're talking about and relay the message. But. We've got to just, again, just be that little bit careful about where this goes. You've got to put restrictions on him uh, while he's putting restrictions on us. So the adding, look, you review these lockdown rules every six months, these extra powers and that, that the police have to arrest people and all that sort of stuff. You have to have it regularly reviewed. You can't just do that, you know, you've got these powers for two years because that's a totalitarian state. Absolutely. I mean, we don't want a police state. You know, we, we want to be able to look at this every couple of weeks and renew it. But right now, the the government, the police, the army, they've got ultimate power. They can shut anybody down yeah. at any time, arrest you for whatever they feel like um, and, and take over your life, you know, which now, is fine when it's an emergency and some people do need that kind of uh, control. But once it's over with... Uh, we want our lives back, please. Yeah, and it's and it's it's very easy to sort of suddenly have the finger pointed at you, and as if you're one of the the tin foil hat brigade, because you and you and I met doing a a show to protest against Brexit, because we both saw the dangers to our democracy from that process, and I still maintain it was a you know it's the biggest mistake this country has has, has ever made politically Absolutely. speaking. But even then, we were looking at the people the puppet masters behind Brexit and saying, you know, you kind of... Boris essentially was a key architect of it. If He was the one that first started coming up with rumours about the EU, about, you know, he was behind the... The, the, the lies, slogan. not just rumours, lies, straight lies. Yeah, straight lies. And and we said back then, when he's being backed by your Farages, your Steve Bannons, people that are renowned for attending and organising far-right, you know, rallies and meetings and propaganda that you have to be careful how much power you give these people because it's it's the slow walk to to a Nazi state almost, you know, the totalitarian government. 
it's it's you know the the the, the old phrase we're slouching towards Bethlehem is is a phrase I think is appropriate in that you you just sort of you just you're walking blindly into with faith into this thing that is you don't know the outcome of it and you don't know the agendas behind it and, and you don't know what their end game is they're using this as a really good excuse to win over the people and they're basically yeah. they're basically going to buy back the trust of the people um you know uh, donald trump's doing it you know he's giving uh a thousand dollars a month or a week or whatever it is and and uh, you've got all these trump supporters going oh yeah well you socialists shouldn't be taking this money because you think trump's bad it's excuse me it's a socialist idea just because he's doing one good thing right now doesn't doesn't cancel out all the bad things he's done in the past and it's the same with boris just because uh, they're doing this now it's because they've got no choice it's either that or watch the country crumble yeah, there was there was always going to be something like this because again, Brexit was driven by disaster capitalists. So they what they'd envisioned was we'd do a hard no deal Brexit. Yeah, the economy would crash and they would sweep up from that. This is like all their Christmases come true because not only is the the economy going to struggle, but in the meantime, you can take get the country your man Boris to take unprecedented yeah. lending out for everybody. Who are the ones that are going to be capitalising on all this extra money that's coming in? Is it going to go directly to people that need it in the front, you know, on the front, your nurses, people living from week to week? Or is it going to go to the people that own the companies, that own, you know, the, these massive hedge funds and so forth? Is it a way that they're going to offset that? You know, there's already people like Tim Martin today who's basically shut all his pubs, the so-called Brexit community hero, shut all his pubs and told all his staff to go get a job at Tesco's. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. when they'll reopen, oh, if you go do that, you'll be first at the queue to get your old job back. But in the meantime, not paying them anything. Just say, good luck to you. We've shut the pubs. Go get a job at Tesco's. Where is the loyalty? Where is the man of the people now? He's all been for himself all the time, you know. And yeah. people that were working for Tim Martin um, in, in Weatherspoons were, were basically doing his... Brexit bidding and they had no choice but to put out all the, the flyers and all this yeah. nonsense and his newspaper and everything that was full of lies, full of absolute crap that was just yeah. there to help boost his own business. He's endangered so many, you know, members of the public from for over the last few years from his recklessness over his ideas over Brexit, which were demonstrably untrue. People still lapped it up because they love a cheap pint. And it's it's even now, even now, people, when they do reopen, people will still go back and drink there because it's a safe space for their racism. It's a, it's, uh, and that's the that's the truth that we we have to address. All this, you know, oh, you can't call Brexit people racist. I'm sorry, but a far, uh, there's a big proportion of you that are, and I know this because it always comes up in an argument when you try and just get them to justify the decision behind it. There is, you know, if you get any justification at all, other than, you know, well, we won and get over it. Not, not all, like, well, not all people who voted for Brexit are racist, but all racists voted for Brexit. Exactly that. Exactly that. It's the, the, because it was a motivation for a, a significant proportion of that electorate, and you can't deny that. I, I've, I, I know people um, who are well travelled, uh, who rely on the EU in many ways. And yet they voted uh, for Brexit because they're racist. Yeah. 
yeah. which just is ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah, there's people who um, who seem to think that getting you know get rid of all the Pakistanis and the Indians and the Africans and all this sort of thing, and and they go and vote for Brexit, which is to do with leaving the EU. None of none of those uh, countries, uh, uh, those races, or whatever, have got anything to do with it. They're still going to be coming in and out. Um, you're not going to get rid of, you know, the Indians that live down the road. You don't like them because they're the wrong skin colour. And thank goodness we haven't, because where would we be right now without all of those nurses, doctors, healthcare workers that are all from, you know, places over the world? A lot of them have gone home, yeah, but what? True. But what we've got is we've got all the the really good doctors and nurses and. Uh, everybody that's whether the wherever they're from, I mean Senegal, Ethiopia, Africa, uh, you know, wherever, just because they've yeah. got the Jamaica, you know, there's a lot of Caribbean uh, Caribbean people uh, that are you know uh, working in the hospitals and that, and and doing a fantastic yeah. job and care homes and everything else. But we've lost so many. We've lost all the all the Polish and uh, whether Lithuanians or whatever, all the Eastern Europeans that were doing a fantastic job over here. Even in the building industry, all these uh, all these industries that have been struggling for the last couple of years because everyone's gone home. Uh, and why? Why have they gone home? I mean, this was their home. The UK was their home, and they've gone back to. I hate to say it, they've gone back to where they came from. And why? Because they didn't. They weren't made to feel welcome here, and and they were probably, you know, scared for their lives, or, um, you know, their their children were being bullied, and and you see videos online of, uh, so say English kids uh, bullying um, little little foreign kids, and they're not foreign. They're born in this country. Do you know what I mean? Just because their parents are from yeah. somewhere else, um, they they're getting bullied and 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 battered. You know. Um, and, and of course, you're not going to want to stick around with that. You're going to say, do you know what? Let's go back to our family um, heritage or family roots and let's take our kids with them and show, show them what that place is like. But, you know, saying that, you know, Poland's having a lot of trouble at the moment uh, with uh, racism and far right and everything. And it's ridiculous. It, it, why are people accepting this? Why are people leaning towards the this these far right mantras when... Our grandparents fought and died uh, to destroy fascism and, 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 and the right. And, um, you know, they always tried to come back in the 70s. You had all the skinheads and, um, you know, you had the National Front and we managed to get rid of that bunch of fannies. Well, what's going on now? You know, who are these people? It's like... Um... It's like the Sith in Star Wars, isn't it? You you beat it back for a while, but then it always there's always just that little there's always one somewhere cooking away, and then it's they gradually start to build up the hate again, and and yeah, you know it, it has been you got to look at the the diet of news that people have had for the last fifteen twenty years, certainly you know in my lifetime, just that daily drip 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 of a front page blaming immigrants for everything, yeah that. Of, it starts to sink in with with people if you haven't got access to other sources of news if that's the only thing you're you're seeing and then like I say, well, in times like now if then your prime minister comes out and makes a comment about people looking like letterboxes or having watermelon smiles of course that reinforces that it legitimizes that then brexit comes along after which you know demonstrable racist posters from farage with his breaking point things like that again people being interviewed in vox pop after vox pop on the bbc of people saying oh it's all about immigration you know and all that sort of stuff suddenly all of those 
things that, that those feelings of, of, of hatred that have been bubbling underneath because they've been told this is the reason your life is is not up where you want it to be and and there's no way to change it like yeah they again well we had the, we won the brexit vote so actually maybe we can make a change now and they, and and they're empowered by it we're gonna have to end with that because my wife started ubering up and uh, my microphone's picking it up <laughs> So thanks very much for listening. Uh, if you've got anything out of this, please um, leave your comments below. Uh, if you can leave comments below, I'm guessing you can. If you can't, join in in some way. We're going to put this on uh, Anchor, which will go on Spotify, but also put it on Facebook. Uh, this is the first of our chats that we have. You can always find us on Twitter as well. I'm at Holy Mole. Yet at Holy Mole and at Chris Doc Strange on Twitter. Um, you'll find me on Facebook. Uh, somehow just putting comedy hypnotism. Um but yeah get us on Twitter at Holy Mole and at Chris Doc Strange and uh, tune in next time if you enjoyed this we, ju- we just have a we have a conversation we talk about something we have a little rant and uh, we're going to put it put it out for you guys to listen to and hopefully we'll we can sort out the technological aspect of it so that the quality is better next time I hope you enjoyed it thanks for tuning in uh, to Doc Strange and the Dude Hope to hope to hear from you again. I hope you get to hear from us again. And whatever you do, stay away from people because they're dirty buggers and they want to infect you. Just just stay away. Stay at home. Stay safe. Stay healthy and look after yourself. And be kind. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Coming like a ghost town. All the clubs have been closed down. This place is coming like a ghost place. Bands won't play no more. Too much fighting on the dance floor.
coming like a ghost town. Do you remember the good old days before the ghost town? Clarity in a world gone mad, you can tweet at Chris Doc Strange or at Holy Mole. Doc Strange and the Dude is a Strange Mole production. <laughs>